The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to a special E3 2018 edition of Video Games to the Max, giving our reactions analysis to the Bethesda E3 press conference that just finished. The Devolver one is still going on right now, but we're going to skip that one this year. I'm sorry. And they had quite a bit to announce. None of it was really... Unexpected, I think, you know, Randy had predicted Doom 2. No, The Rock, though. Sorry. Yet. Yet. No, The Rock. Yet. We got some surprises at the end. But let's let's go through this here. I should say that I'm your host, Sean Garmer, and you already heard Randy. And, of course, the usual co-host, Mark Morrison, is here as well. Howdy. So, they started off with a little mini concert by Andrew W.K., who's Ready to Die is the main theme of Rage 2. Uh, the party song is also on the Rage 2 gameplay that they showed, which Rage 2 looks like, well, it's definitely made by id Software and Avalanche. The gunplay is similar to Doom. I mean, it looked fine. It's interesting. It's a game I think I would get when it's like $30 or something. It looked pretty fast-paced. Yeah. It definitely had a lot going on. It looked interesting. I'm I'm with you. I don't know if I'd get it when it first comes out, but I'm sure it's going to sell well. Yeah. Uh, Sorry if you're an ESO fan and you're listening, but two things that I couldn't care one iota about. The Elder Scrolls card game is being relaunched. And it's also coming it to consoles. Yeah. And also, the Elder Scrolls Online has another expansion or whatnot. So the first big surprise was Doom Eternal, which is Doom 2, basically. And they just said more at QuakeCon. <laughs> With, uh, while showing you more of Hell, I guess. I really enjoyed the fir- that first Doom reboot, so I'm down for another Doom game. Again, it's probably yep. not. This is not. I don't. I I bought the first Doom on sale. I'm probably gonna go the same route again. Yeah. Now the the Doom reveal kind of went like most of what this press conference went for was let's pat ourselves on the back a bunch and then just say hey we're working on this game. Right. <laughs> I mean, the ending kind of did the same thing, but it, the, this press conference definitely did not 
get off to the best of starts because it really felt like EA's where they just talked and talked and talked and talked right, and exactly. I mean, I I understood you have to get that stuff out there. They really only had just one be... game to show though. Yeah. Well, not real. I mean, people do love the the, the online game and I'm sure somebody plays the, the card game for them to 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 spend time on it. Obviously, we are not that audience, but I, I those kind of games are really tough to make sound exciting but mm-hmm. they had to get that stuff out of the way but it was just seemed like some of the newer game reveals they didn't have a lot for so they just threw them out there and went okay yeah it's coming but that's all we're gonna say for now uh then quake champions this felt like the most draggy part because he talked a lot mm-hmm to get to the point of saying, hey, it's free-to-play right now, and if you keep playing past the free-to-play, it says free for you, which I guess is a decent way to get people to play. I'm sorry, just not my thing at all, so... Yeah, it seems like arena like online arena shooters are kind of fallen by the wayside. Well, yeah, because PUBG and Fortnite just basically took all the... Moved everybody into a different direction. Yeah. Uh, So the uh, you get prey, which was started by a stupid (laughs) video having a CG mimic appear, and they continued the bad comedy before announcing, or while they also announced the Moon Crash DLC. And also announced that Prey will have a special mode called Ty- Typhon Hunt. Yeah. And it's also going to be playable in VR with some single player added into that VR experience too. I mean, you reviewed Prey? You played Prey, Mark? I mean... I mean, it's a neat idea. I don't know how well multiplayer will work in that game, but I'll give it a, I might give it a shot. I... Like, I... I liked Prey, but it was too. It was pretty unstable on PS4, so that's why it wasn't as good as it should have been. Anything for Prey on your end, Randy? No, nah, it's another game I haven't played. I, I kind of like the prop hunt esque side deal that they threw in there that was supposed to come out today or whatever that was. Other than that, eh, where's it mine? Yeah. So Wolfenstein also. Got a little bit of action as well. They have a brand new game, very much like, you know, when the first Wolfenstein came out, they got the Old Blood expansion. This one gets a Young Blood expansion. It is based around BJ Blazkowicz's two twin daughters, which we didn't even get the names of. I'm assuming that will come in some kind of press release. I imagine it would be like Helga and Inga. (laughs) God. Or like hope and glory or something, Pete. Like yeah, something just like all right, we get it. You hate Nazis. Well, <clears throat> so it'll be co-op, and I can't wait to hear. Oh, not only did we get a female lead in Gears, we get a double female lead for Wolfenstein. The world has ended, or something to that extent. People just hush. It's okay. Uh, there's also going to be a VR Wolfenstein as well, where you're like a cyber hacker trying to kill zombies. 
I'm interested in the young blood thing. I, I will go. I'm always down for anything Wolfenstein since the New Order came out. Yeah. Do you like the the reboots of Wolfenstein, Randy? Or yeah, I love the first one. I haven't got around to the second one. West oh, hated second it, one's but... awesome. <laughs> no, I I kind of agree with West. Like I didn't like it much. It's hard. It's yeah. That kind of dampers the mood a bit. It, is... It's hard. It screws up the stealth system pretty badly. Uh, has some technical issues, at least on PC. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that they didn't spend. I mean, the first what this was like the first 45 minutes. I want to say before they finally got to Fallout 76. So at least. they didn't spend too much. It felt like it went slower than it actually probably was, but so, so Fallout seventy six is what it was rumored to be—an online only game. It is not hardcore survival. It's they called it softcore survival because all of your stuff goes with you. There's no servers, or well, there's a server, but you're not gonna feel like you're on one. There's not thousands of people on it. There's dozens of people on the server with you. I'm guessing that they mean that anytime a friend wants to get in your game, they can get in or you can go into their game or uh, because you aren't locked into something. You can you can play solo, but obviously it's more fun with friends kind of deal is what they felt like trying to say. I mean, you guys are the fallout folks so i mean i may give it a shot it'll depend if it has like a online fee like a you know subscription to keep playing it or not if it does forget it nah, it doesn't it would i don't maybe. think it will that uh helmet looked pretty cool and uh i think the online like the nuclear thing looked pretty weird it's yeah. one of those things you have to kind of see how it all is going to work out i mean they explained a lot and the more they explained, the more I was really into it. But so, it's still, so it's it's still confusing. Of, it's the opposite of Anthem. <laughs> right? But, I mean, it's still kind of confusing. So, obviously, you can bounce around servers because they're never going to make you feel like you're switching servers. But, obviously, you're not going to just be stuck with the same people all the time. But your stuff moves over. So, when you jump in, all of a sudden, your buildings are going to show up in their servers are the nukes going to like be permanent? Is that just their way of continually refreshing the world? Is letting people get to nukes? It's, it's going to be interesting to see kind of how all of that intertwines with each other. And you could tell by their, their press conference, they're like, we have a bunch of ideas and we have zero clue how it's all going to work. But we're going to go on this great journey with everybody and, and some of it's going to work great, some of it's not. But I... I have faith in them that anything that doesn't work that they they will work through and fix and and go okay that that idea was better on paper kind of a thing so i'm more sold on it than i was but i still have a lot of questions that aren't going to be answered until you can get your hands on a beta yeah yeah they are going to have a beta as randy mentioned and it is coming out this year november 14 2018 so that's their one big game of this year. And, I mean, look, I think there's a lot of people that are still kind of, I don't know, 
but I don't think you I don't think it's like should be getting the hate fest that it was getting when the rumors were coming around. No, again, well, think, it's it's, it's think... the side game, so it's it's fine. If if you don't like this Fallout, it's not like every Fallout's going to be like this. When Fallout Five gets announced, it's going to be the regular single player game. It's fine. I think people hear online survival game and they immediately get pissed. Yeah, and I think that's why they took the approach of we're not going to make it hardcore survival where I think this is going to be more of a, hey, if you don't like survival games, you can try this one. I I mean, I I go back to the time when when Rust first became a thing and the group of guys that I play with, we probably played 60 to 70 hours within like a, a week and a half period we got like just hooked on that game obviously that game is flawed as all hell and not a very good game but the the premise of building a base and taking over a really good area of the map and defending it against others other groups was really entertaining and we found a lot of fun ways to do it you put it in the hands of bethesda and add in quests that you could do on the side and everything like that, I think it could be really, really entertaining. Again, if the people that have had those online survival games ha- haven't really been the best developers, and from what I've seen, it's just been more a buggy mess than anything. So I think it could work. Again, if if this isn't for you, you can wait for Fallout 5. It would be just fine. Yeah. Well, and then they did uh, announce Fallout Shelter officially on PS4 and on Nintendo Switch. It's still going to be free, and it's basically going to be out by the time you're listening to this, or live, you know, live right now, it's probably going to be available in like an hour. I keep refreshing, I'm waiting. (laughs) Uh, Then they announced, Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'm kind of curious about Fallout Shelter on like Switch. Because I can't like the whole. It's on mobile because you need an online, you know, check for it to work. <laughs> you can go online with the switch. Yeah, not portably. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you go to where there's Wi-Fi, you can. I mean, most people don't play their mobile games. I mean, yeah, they do, but there's a lot of people that will play their mobile games at the house too. Yeah. So. Uh, then they announced, speaking of mobile games, Elder Scrolls Blades, which is their newest one. It looks really good. It's very high-end, so S9+, Plus, whatever the latest iPhone is, that kind of thing is going to be what's playing this game. Not, you know, the older models of any phone. So get ready. If you want to play this game, make sure you have memory available and a high-end phone because it looks freaking great. Um, there's yeah. three there's three modes that roguelite mode an arena mode and the town which has the quests and all that dungeons which are both uh handcrafted and they are uh procedure generated as well uh you could there's early access that's gonna be available soon but it is free as well so, which i was surprised like, with how good it looks that they made it free so I guess that's a plus here, but that's the, on that end. I mean, I, I'm not playing it because there's no way I'm going to have memory available on my phone for that, but yeah. Yeah, I doubt my 8-year-old tablet could run it too well. 
I, yeah, I don't even know if I, whenever I do get the S9 or whatever, if that would be a thing I would want. So, you know, if you mobile players like playing games like that, have fun. And then they ended the show by announcing, finally, Starfield, the long-rumored original IP game that Bethesda had been working on. It's basically, I guess, you know, Elder Scrolls in space or something to that effect. Who knows? They showed a spaceship. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they just showed... Good. I don't even know if that flower. was a spaceship. It looks like a satellite, and that's it. All right. Yeah, true. And then they announced Elder Scrolls Six with just a nameplate. That's it. So, I would assume, like you said, Randy, this is the goodbye to PS4, Xbox One, and hello, PS5, Xbox, yeah. whatever. Well, because they said with Starfield that it was for the next generation. Yeah. And they said that Elder Scrolls is coming after that. So, I mean, I know a lot of people are, are losing their shit, but I mean, you got to think you're looking at th- three to four years for the next Elder Scrolls game. Yeah. Because uh, you're looking at Microsoft is hinting at next year would be for them. PlayStation is trying to hold off a little bit more. I don't think Starfield is going to be a launch title. So you got to think it's a year after the new systems come out for Starfield and then... They said that one's coming out before Elder Scrolls. So I, I, I get it because I know when Metroid, the next Metroid Prime thing popped up, I was the same thing. The, anytime like the Last of Us stuff would pop up, even though it's a ways away, I'd get super excited. Same with Final Fantasy VII. So I get the hype, but it's one of those them just going, hey, we're making it. I mean, you guys can well, stop asking. Metroid Prime stop 4... asking, please is similar. I think Last of Us and uh, Final Fantasy 7 is not because they got trailers of some sort. You felt like this felt more real to you because the trailers are there. Where, you know, we know FS7 is not coming for like four or five years or whatever probably, you know. I know Square will probably try to make it seem like it's coming earlier, but I'm sure there will be more development hell that happens. With Nomura, it's always the case, but well, come on, man! Look how know. quickly quickly he banged out Kingdom Hearts three. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I I think it. You know, the people that are saying, "Oh, shut it down," they just won E three. I, I can't give E huh. three wins to a nameplate. I'm sorry, I can't. No, and, and you so. can't win E three when the first. Or first half of your press conference is boring talking and like patting on the back. It's not like all of these games are coming out this year. It's, yeah, just one. Right? This was not even Rage Two. That's next year. Uh, yeah, because it's coming out spring two thousand and nineteen. Like everything else. Yeah, so only Fallout seventy six is coming. That's it. Yeah, basically with with Starfield and Elder Scrolls, they just went, okay. Stop asking. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, hey, it's a development. Which is great, and I'm glad that they showed, like, said, yes, we are making it. But it's not, as you said, it's not a trailer. It's not anything like that. And it's one of those things that we all know that there's going to be another Elder Scrolls game. It's not like the Final Fantasy VII remake where we've been, people were asking for 15 years, and they finally went, okay, finally. Like, this is, okay, another Elder Scrolls is coming. Obviously, Skyrim was so popular, they're porting it to everything, I, I wish there were 
and they Put made it fun of it. The echo and with, and with the Alexa. refrigerator and stuff. That was one that of my was favorite things. Uh, but obviously, it's a franchise that continues to have legs. So everyone knew it was coming. So it's not a oh my god, they're actually doing it kind of a, a deal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd still give the conference a solid, like, what, seven? I'd probably give it an eight. Yeah. I, uh, I'm right in there with you. I, I'm probably a little bit more skeptical and, and give it a six. Just, again, because, I, like, I absolutely love what they did with Fallout. Yes, it took up a big chunk, but it was a lot of video, and it was a lot of questions that got answered. And that's what you want on these conferences, is like, all right. They just showed Anthem this, how to this, do it. This is. And everything else to to start with that was way too much patting on the back on stuff that you oh, know, doesn't need. And just they talked a lot about Elder Scrolls online and then showed a little bit. And then they talked a long time about this. So that it was like, there was to me, it was too much talking at the beginning. And it really kind of got me in a down mood. And it's like, okay, this is boring. The second half, obviously, when they were showing Fallout. That was great, but I just I can't put it up there kind of where I was having the Xbox conference because, again, the first half was a little bit on the slow side. Again, they showed great stuff. Fallout looks excellent. So I'll give it a six, but more leaning towards the seven side. Hey, man, it, it opened with that awesome Andrew WK performance. How could it go wrong? <laughs> hey, that, hey, that finished a lot of bingo cards for people. That that's why I gave it a seven. I enjoy Andrew WK. I'm not not gonna hate on that. I I think Ray Sue looks looks good. The other stuff is hey, we're working on this, working on this. We're letting you know we won awards that nobody gives a crap about, but we won them. And then three games that is very low on the popularity scale for Bethesda that they took way too much time on at the beginning. I think Fallout 76 just showed, just showed everybody how you show off a game that people are interested in knowing more about. Show video of different things that you are explaining to people. Then you can have him talk a little bit, whatever. Then show video again. Don't sit there and have somebody talk for 10 minutes and show nothing. Just, and pictures don't tell. You know, I know pictures tell stories. They don't tell stories anymore for people. You got to have video. And, you know... Then they look ahead of the future, which I think is nice, but uh, it's a long ways away. So I, I'll settle around a seven. Sure. But all in all, I mean, I, I had Devolver Digital's off in the background, and it looked just as pokey as last year's. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. There, there's one game I can't remember. It's called some, something Banana Something or whatever, which looked really fun, uh, I, but I wasn't really focused on it, but. Uh, I do have to say today's press conferences, I mean, out of the two, both were enjoyable. Both showed a lot. Uh, my wallet is screaming in pain, and we still have a ton tomorrow. So, Yeah, the, tomorrow it's is going to be really interesting because Square, all their games that we know have already been showed off in some way or another. So it's how much they do they show those games? Didn't listen to me. Don't show anything until yours. Unless they are going to show a lot of the Final Fantasy VII remake or they're going to 
really delve into Kingdom Hearts and, and things like that. Unless you got other things up your sleeve. You, you gave up a lot in the, the Xbox press conference. I'm sure they'll have some Kingdom Hearts 3, like, collector's version where it comes with a Keyblade or something. Yeah. Sure. But all right. That's it for uh, Bethesda. Like Randy said, we've got three more press conferences on Monday to get through. Square Enix is first. Then Ubisoft, which I'm sure they will have pretty deep dives into Assassin's Creed and uh, several other games. Uh, Splinter Cell is still up in the air there if you know that's going to get announced. And then Sony has theirs. So we'll be back with three more tomorrow. Until then, make sure you hit subscribe so you can get all of our E3 press conferences and, of course, the regular episodes as well when, when those happen. And if you subscribe to Whole W2 Network, you get everything we do. And we will see you guys tomorrow. Peace. Later.